Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Communications Manager at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, my guest is Nina Samosko. Nina serves as Chief Revenue Officer for Akerna, which is a global regulatory compliance technology company in the cannabis space. Akerna's companies and investments also include MJ Freeway, which many people have heard of, Ample Organics, Last Call Analytics, Leaf Data Systems, Solo Sciences, and Zoll Train. It's quite a few companies under that umbrella there. And Nina herself brings more than 20 years of technology industry experience to her role. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Bethany, for having me. It's my pleasure. Great. It's going to be nice to get to know you a little bit more. I know uh, Jessica Billingsley from the company. She's been a longtime uh, involved member of NCIA and serves on our board of directors as well. So it's nice to get to know more people from the company. And let's learn more about you, starting with your background and your experience and what other types of work and things you did before getting involved in the cannabis industry? Sure. I spent the majority of my career in enterprise software, mostly in the sales arena. Um, most recently, however, I was the CEO of a innovation company that was part of NTT, which is a large Japanese ICT company. And uh, so I did that for four years, which I found fascinating. I, I jumped at that because after um, the majority of my career in sales and marketing, I had the opportunity to oversee and drive engineering and product development. And uh, it was amazing. I learned a ton. I had a really short stint at Nike as well, um, which I loved. It was really interesting to see how, to, you know, big, clients um, absorb enterprise software, right? I had always been on the enterprise software side selling in and to be on the other side, on the customer side of well, what do customers do with all this software <laughs> um, was amazing. And um, I know you mentioned Jessica Billingsley. I actively tracked that woman down. I was <laughs> fascinating. When I uh, started learning about Akerna and MJ Freeway and everything Jessica had accomplished, I was like, oh yeah, I absolutely need to work with Jessica and get involved. So I actively, not in a stalkerish way, but I, I definitely, tr I tracked her down. <laughs> Professional stalking. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of was, it was, I'm not going to lie. It was. Yeah. I really appreciate uh, Jessica's involvement in NCIA. She shows up every year to lobby days in Washington, DC to, to hoof it down those halls of Congress with us for a couple days. So shout out to Jessica 
powerful women in technology and in the cannabis space. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so other than being fascinated uh, with technology and, and wow, it, really interesting background. Sounds like you're on a global scale though. Did you, did you get a chance to travel to Japan? I have been all over the world. I've been really, really fortunate. I think it's coming up on 70 countries um, oh, wow. that I have been in and traveled to. Yes, I was in Japan and spent a ton of time in South Africa uh, doing business. Um, it's been fascinating, especially with SAP being in Germany. So lots of global travel. But cannabis um, it was just fascinating to me. Not only the fact that it's one of the fastest growing industries in the world today, um, but because I care and very much about what I put in and on my body. I grew up and, and my mother was, um, I'm going to say a little crazy. She, she baked her own bread, um, would not let me have, you know, Oreo cookies. I'd have to have the Hydrox version of the cookies that had real sugar versus artificial sugar. So I was always Nothing very processed, yeah, right? right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I grew up like that. And so when I, when I learned about what Jessica was doing and why I was like, this is for me. I, you know, I think people really are going to care about where their um, tomatoes come from, where their red peppers come from, what what's in an edible, right? And so this drove me right to what Jessica's doing and, and the mission that Akerna has. Got it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm still just thinking about, uh, I mean, here we're still working on issues in the in the United States and, and the federal state-by-state state kind of balance and back and forth, but we're also seeing these other countries like Canada and Mexico and, uh, you know, our bordering countries. And uh, I just kind of look to the future and I, I can't wait for the International Cannabis Industry Association to launch so I can go work for them and I know, travel yeah. around the country. It's going to happen, the, Bethany. The world, the world. Cool. It's, it's going to happen. Yeah, I was just really fascinated by the potential technology, um, you know, has to transform the industry, improve product safety, tracking, and traceability. So, um, I love that. And you should look for, you know, Jessica's predictions uh, every year that she does on, on these type of things, too. Oh, yeah, great. Great. Thanks for that heads up. I'll keep an eye out for that. Um, so the cannabis industry does use quite a bit of technology. I think everyone that's in the cannabis industry knows what seed to sale software is, as we so lovingly refer to it as. Uh, and and the, the way that technology has infiltrated our industry where you just typically think of, well, you grow a plant, you dig it up, you, you trim it, you smoke it. That's it, right? No. The, <laughs> no. <laughs> so different uh, now. So different. Very different. So um, hence companies like MG Freeway and other technology compliance issues that Akerna works in has, has quite a central role in the cannabis industry and you serve as chief revenue officer. Uh, let's talk about what's going on with Akerna and what your day-to-day is like and, and what we're seeing this year in 2020 for the company. Sure. So yeah, chief revenue officer, of course, um, is a very interesting role, especially since the majority of my career has been spent um, driving revenue and sales. Um, you know, Akerna, as you mentioned, is the leading compliance and technology company serving clients in the cannabis industry. Uh, we provide data-driven solutions across the entire 
worldwide global supply chain. Um, and I really feel like one of our charters is to build trust, right, between product creators and consumers through our technology, right? And so we are all about seed to sale to self. Um, so you can add that self in, Bethany, when you, uh, mm. you know, it's not the seed to sale, it's seed to sale to self. Mm. And um, we believe that, you know, connected data and information will continue to modernize and really propel consumer patch, packaged goods industries, um, increase the power of businesses, governments, patients, and consumers to make uh, super smart decisions. So um, as CRO, my job is really to monetize our portfolio, all those companies you mentioned, and most recently, um, our acquisition of Trellis uh, just a few weeks ago, which we're super excited to have as part of the family, um, and to develop and implement great collaborations and channel partnerships that bring uh, value to as many people as possible. Excellent. Um, for most of us know what seed to sale is, and, and I'm curious what the difference is between some of these portfolio companies that you have. Mm -hmm. Basically, the idea of seed to sale is there's a plant, it's tracked, uh, it's it's put through the, the process, and then it's ready to go to the dispensaries, and then it gets sold to the customer, and we That's track right. all those movements. That's right. uh, it drops off after the customer walks out the store, but um, let's just talk a little bit about MJ Freeway and some of these other companies and what the differences between what they're doing is. Yeah, well, MJ Freeway um, is our second generation software platform. Um, MJ Freeway, as I know you know, was founded by Jessica Billingsley. 10, maybe we're in the 11th year, I believe, 10 mm. years ago plus. And um, so that's really the core um, of what we do. And then I think um, as Jessica has evolved and it became a Kerna um, most recently, we just have an amazing portfolio. Leaf Data Systems um, enables governments and states and uh, to track and police and monitor what's going on in their jurisdictions. So that's that's what Leaf Data Systems is all about. Um, Zoltrain um, is very near and dear to my heart. It's um, a super partner. We actually did a, made an investment in them, but they they have a platform to train people on um, in the cannabis industry. So you know, in dispensaries, right. there is turnover in the retail, and so this is a solution that that does a lot of training um, in a really cool way. So we're proud of that one. Um, Trellis uh, is focused on cultivation. They have a lot of amazing um, technology that is very California specific. California has uh, different regs um, per county even. So we were really happy to have them as part of the family. So yeah, just California. a quick splattering yeah. right now. <laughs> Exactly. And then we have Solo Sciences, right, which really does the product authentication. Um, and this is really where we get into hoping that it doesn't drop off once someone buys our product in a dispensary. Um, so the ultimate goal of having that solo code is to interact with consumers and where they can scan the packaging with the solo code on it. And we can really get some real feedback on what a specific strain or edible, you know, how it affects an individual. Now that is super cool. I, um, I've mentioned on previous podcast interviews that I'm looking forward to kind of that uh, cannabinoid and terpene reverse engineering for individuals who want something specific. And instead of having to try various different things, uh, having the technology to 
kind of reverse engineer that, which it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it is. And it's all about trust, right? I mean, so solo is really all about um, you can be provided uh, and feel good that what you're purchasing is authentic. Great. Great. Thanks for going through that with me. Uh, we're going to take our first commercial break and then we'll be right back to chat more with Nina from Akerna. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take anywhere treat. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The Cutting Edge of Cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the US. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and I'm with NCIA, the National Cannabis Industry Association. We've been chatting with Nina Samosko from the regulatory compliance technology company here in cannabis, Akerna. Uh, so we went through sort of the history and the various companies and the various technologies. Let's talk about current events right now. And the good news during all this current event crisis negativity is that cannabis businesses have been deemed essential businesses, uh, but there are some differences in how we're operating. Uh, there's delivery and curbside pickup now instead of customers walking in. Let's walk through that customer to sale or seed to sale to self, as you put it, process now and, and how it's different during the age of COVID-19 here that we're in. Uh, and, and do you think it's going to create a new norm in how we shop for cannabis? 
Yes, I do think it will create a new norm. I mean, we like to say that uh, this is uh, recession resilient, right? I mean, cannabis has been deemed essential, which is awesome. Um, Akerna's business intelligence solution platform insights has been tracking how the industry is adapting. And, um, you know, where available, we've seen online orders uh, create uh, uh, increased by over 300%. Mm-hmm. Delivery, of course, has also increased by more than 150%, you know, due to social distancing and that. Um, so I don't think these things are going to go away. Uh, I think as we look into the future, it will be continue. Uh, I, I think payment solutions, right? Hyperpay, fully electronic, everything. Um, I think some of these things that have you know, really been had to quickly adapt and come into place with social distancing and retail not being open um, in the normal way. These things are here to stay for sure. Right. And it kind of underscores the need for our industry to get this banking thing squared squared away. Because think, think about cash. We already think about like, ooh, how many people have touched that $10 bill and, <laughs> and and cannabis has to operate in all cash. So what an impetus to get the Safe Banking Act pushed through. And, and let's look right. even, yeah, let's look even further into the future here. Um, are you anticipating any further changes than what we're already seeing with this del- delivery curbside online order, which I've definitely been doing to make it go faster? How how will customers, um, I'm sorry, how will dispensaries reach their customers and what'll be new, what'll be different in, in yeah. that and how we're operating in this? This is all about innovation, which is so near and dear to my heart. And yeah, I mean, we have partnered, uh, MJ Freeway and the MJ platform um, has partnered with um, Happy Cabbage. And Happy Cabbage is a <laughs> company that, uh, I love the name, um, yeah. cult- cultivate, cultivate uh, insights and they derive unique business analytics to create more customer-centric experiences. And so I think it's really through innovations like this that dispensaries are going to be able to um, better able to segment their customers based on purchase history and demographic demographic data, um, really providing options for customers to like opt in and receive unique access to landing pages that are personalized with relevant information about new products, brands, and promotions specific to their interests. Um, so I, I, I do think they are going to have to be creative. Um, we're no longer going to be able to, you know, have a you know, in-person kind of bud tender consultations in a dispensary with swag and things like that. I think Mm -hmm. some of that hopefully will come back um, as we get through this pandemic. But I really think you should watch for dispensaries to really, you know, launch online video consults to replace those in-person time with bud tenders. Um, Mm -hmm. Much more robust product descriptions, better merchandising and bundling around specific themes, right? Such as sleep or or calming and more innovative product categories such as edibles and other discrete methods. So I think, um, I think our industry is poised for innovation. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, my customer profile would be, you know, flour and maybe some gummy edibles, especially the high CBD ones. So if you're advertising like resins or shatter to me, which I don't really get into, irrelevant, totally irrelevant to me as a customer. I'm turned off. I'm deleting the email. But tell me that gummies are on sale. 
Awesome. <laughs> right, I'm, right. I'm, I'm putting that online order in right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think during these difficult times, right, I, I, our industry has the unusual opportunity to really fast track the way it understands and connects with, with customers. Uh, so it can be scary. Change, change is always scary. Um, yep. But I also think it's an opportunity and it can be exhilarating, right, as the digital conversation um, and the and begins, right? And the industry is going to be forced to accelerate and change. So from ordering to delivery to educating consumers, right? Promotions. Um, I think it's going to be quite the ride, which I'm really looking forward to. Absolutely. Yep. So um, bigger, even bigger picture. Do you have any predictions about how this COVID-19 pandemic is going to impact our industry as a whole? I mean, we're, we're essential, so that's good. And we're not going away. Um, but do you see any kind of regulatory level shifts or changes happening from here? Yeah, that's an interesting question. You know, we've been talking about the recession resilient nature of cannabis for some time. Um, and I think the designation of the industry as essential really speaks to its evolution. You know, I feel like we're sort of coming out of the shadows um, oh, yeah. and being, you know, part of overall health and wellness for so many people. So I think that's fantastic. Um, and in the last few years, you know, we've put out a series of industry predictions and one of them has been the federal legalization of cannabis. With what we're seeing right now, I think we're more likely to see action at the state and local level, mm -hmm. uh, thanks to the essential designation, than we are at the federal level. Um, one indicator that we see points that, you know, we there's going to be some tax revenue lost with um, this related to the quarantine. And I think that'll have a large impact. So I think as states look at their operating budgets, we could see an influx of states looking at the cannabis industry to provide new tax revenues, which would be um, an ama would be amazing, right? To see an increase in legislative, legislative and ballot activities in 2021. So I'm hoping that that's the way it goes. I mean, seed to sale systems like Leaf Data make this possible, right? So we're, we can hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's millions of dollars in state tax revenues that these non-legal states are leaving on the table right now by choosing to not legalize. And uh, every sounds like every state needs a little bit of extra money right now. So I know it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're one of the lead sponsors of uh, Cannabis Against COVID. Uh, we're one of the sponsors for that. And we are actively encouraging clients and the broader industry to contact their U.S. House and Senate members and urge them to support the inclusion of the Safe Banking Act, which you mentioned earlier, Bethany, right? Mm -hmm. And the extension of the Small Business Administration loans to all legal cannabis businesses. Um, so I think Absolutely. this is yeah. essential to the industry's ability, right? Whether the, whether the pandemic, uh, is or isn't, it's just, yeah, we're, we're encouraging it. Yeah, absolutely. And NCIA's government relations and public policy team has been on top of that. We've uh, sent some sign-on letters to the Small Business Association. We are uh, supporting this new bill that Earl Blumenauer and Ed Perlmutter recently uh, um, sponsored, uh, uh, put out there for, for so we're we're on it and I encourage listeners to check out NCIA's website for our policy and advocacy updates and news we're, we're definitely working with members of Congress and and regulators to get cannabis industry companies included in this relief um, so uh, before we jump to our commercial uh, real quick uh, any guess about 
our presidential candidates, uh, which were left with Trump and Biden, uh, theoretically at this point. Do you think they're going to move closer to cannabis between now and November? Well, again, I think that tax thing, right? I think that mm-hmm. because the state, I think that could help uh, regardless of who wins. That could be helpful. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, you know. I, I yeah. remain um, I remain optimistic, of course. I mean, I really feel like now that we're deemed essential, I think that most state governments and those businesses should all have access to the same um, banking tools as, as other legal essential businesses, right? So yep. we'll have to see what Trump or Biden do. It's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, we are all watching. All right, we're going to take our last commercial break and then we'll come back and wrap up our conversation with Nina from Akerna. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's gonna make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The concierge for better living with Doc Rob. Only on cannabisradio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him, think that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Candid. Captivating. Compelling. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Welcome got to Cannabis Confidential. Oh, <laughs> you got me again. All right. You got me again. Welcome to Cannabis Confidential. Ah! Hey, we did it. We did it. Welcome. I have the coolest guest today. You guys already know. The one and only Tommy Chong. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Cannabis Confidential. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, with the National Cannabis Industry Association. And we have been bringing our listeners, readers, fans, subscribers, and NCIA members more resources podcasts, educational blog posts, webinars, and just more information during this time when face-to-face events are not taking place. We do look forward to when we can all gather at some of our state-of-the-art trade shows that we host and our regional networking events. 
um, like the Cannabis Caucus events that are exclusive to NCIA members and the really fun industry socials. Um, and of course, our national conferences that I mentioned, our Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, our biggest show, seventh year running, was originally scheduled for June in San Francisco. We have rescheduled that conference for September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. And it will continue to take place at the Moscone Center in San Francisco, where we're pretty sure we're going to have real cannabis products for the first time on display on our expo floor. So for more information on that conference, which we are planning to host in San Francisco, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st, head to www.cannabisbusinesssummit.com. Uh, so there's a lot left uncertain for the rest of 2020. It's People make so many jokes about uh, 2020, oh, this, this year's just completely shot, but it's not. <laughs> it's only spring and there's a lot to look forward to. For example, NCIA's 10-year anniversary as an organization is officially later this year, but we're just going to go ahead and celebrate all year long. So we're asking everyone to reflect with us. Um, 10 years ago when NCIA was formed, it was the year 2010. There were just a few very weak medical programs across the country. And now here we are, dozens of states with adult use and or medical programs. So Nina, where were you 10 years ago? And you weren't working in cannabis yet, but could you have ever predicted the industry would look the way it does today in 2020? Oh, wow. No, <laughs> definitely not. There's been so much transformation. Um, I mean, we were always uh, hoping that it would go this way. And um, I think really the next 10 years are going to be even more um, reformative, right? I mean, I'm hoping that 10 years from now, Bethany, you and I can be uh, happily saying that we have complete federal legalization, right? Mm -hmm. um, that drives national regulations on seed to sell to self tracking. Um, and hopefully that will improve product safety and information consistency across the board. Um, so that's a, that's one of my predictions for 10 years forward or less. And, or less. Uh, yeah. yeah. I know. Wouldn't it be great? Sooner is better. It's ridiculous. It is just ridiculous. But um, I, I also think that um, hopefully we'll see some consistent use of business intelligence and analytics across the industry. I think it's pretty fragmented. Uh, and I feel like one thing this pandemic uh, has shown us is the importance of digital transformation and the use of technology to make smarter business decisions. Um, mm -hmm. And the fact that we were able to pivot so quickly is exciting as an industry, not just us. So, um, and then of course, customer uh, experiences being more and more customized, I think are going to become the norm. Yes, yes. I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah, just as a selfish customer, I, I want the coupons to speak to me. <laughs> exactly. And I think you're I think uh, you're going to get your wish there. I think the growth and customizable um, consumer experiences are definitely going to help you and also lead to the elimination of waste, right? Carrying SKUs that nobody's buying, um, right? The, the dispensaries are dealing with that now. Um, and we'll just be smarter, better enhanced purchasing and 
delivery options. And so I'm super excited to be at Akerna. I feel like uh, Akerna is sort of at the at the center of it all, and I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, another thing I'll just throw out there, food for thought, interstate commerce. We've been talking about it a lot. Our state regulations committee at NCIA, which is member-driven, has been publishing a blog series related to the need for interstate commerce when we're looking at issues like oversupply in one state and issues in other states. So that's an interesting food for thought for the long-term future as we look past 2020 (laughs) into some silver linings into the future for sure. And another important event coming up uh, later this year, which we mentioned earlier as Akerna's CEO, Jessica Billingsley, uh, attends with us every year in Washington, D.C. to go walk the halls of Congress and make our case to the members of Congress and their staff about the Safe Banking Act, about fixing the 280E burdensome tax code on our industry, about all these issues. And now cannabis is essential, so our argument is super bolstered as we're talking to these folks. So Lobby Days also got rescheduled. (laughs) It was going to take place in May. It's now September 15th, 16th, and 17th in Washington, D.C. So September is going to be a super packed month and we're all going to be stir crazy from being in our houses. So I look forward to seeing everyone there, including the Akerna team. And as we're running out of time here, where can our listeners find out more about your company? Well, certainly on our website, akerna.com. Uh, you know, we're publicly traded under the symbol K-E-R-N. And uh, yeah, we, we welcome everyone to try to check us out. We have a lot of cool technologies that people should be a part of. So look at that for Akerna Corp on social media. Great. Appreciate you being on the show today. And thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.